You're listening to the Country Chat Podcast with your host, Dom. Subscribe, give a five-star rating and follow us on Twitter at country underscore chat and stay up to date. Hi there, you listen to the Country Chat Podcast with me, Dom. Today I'm coming back to the UK and I'm going down south and I'm speaking to the absolute fabulous new singer. Her name is Misha. Hi, Misha. Why, hello. How are you? I'm absolutely fantastic. I'm in a really good mood today. I don't know why. How are you? Me too. Oh, I'm actually in a really good mood as well. I had an amazing day at school. Really good. Yeah. What <laughs> What What do you do at school? Um. Well, treacle. Um, is standing up. We are at school. Um, well, I'm still in my GCSE year. However, <gasps> GCSE is not exactly have it happening because of um, COVID. So we're going to be doing assessments. So because of that, we've been rushing through all the education for the last few weeks. And I think we're going to stop learning now. And today we just did sport in the afternoon. It was really fun because they mixed up the girls and the boys, which isn't, we don't normally do that. Yeah. But because of that, it was just, it just meant that it was already relaxed. You know, we got flapjacks and water afterwards. So it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I wish I went to your school because I never got anything like that. I mean, you know, I, I was lucky <laughs> to get a water fountain and get in a cup to get a drink. <laughs> well, don't get me started on water fountains. So because of COVID, they've actually taken away all of our water fountains at school. So you have to come prepared for water. And if you haven't, and if you've got sport that day, you shall be parched. <laughs> you shall go thirsty. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they don't even provide water with lunch anymore. The audacity. So, um, yeah, you have to be prepared. How was it then? You know, obviously going into going into school during the whole pandemic starting last year, and then being told that you know we're now being furloughed, we're now being you know you're taken away from your normal environment to then being stuck at yeah. home and then online learning and all that jazz that came with it. I actually liked a lot of online learning because both times, both times were really different. So the first lockdown we went into, the online learnings, we had Firefly. So my school's actually thrived with online learning. You know, it's got a bit of a reputation now of being a <laughs> good school. So, um, but the first online learning that we had, we would just get set work on the Firefly in the morning and I would get up really early, get it all done by like before lunchtime and sunbathe for the afternoon. <laughs> so yeah. one time um, the teacher wanted us to join the FaceTime call because not all teachers did it, but this teacher like to do it and it was an afternoon lesson and I'd finished my lessons for the day so I was just sunbathing in the garden he called me up I was like oh <laughs> so I, I never trust the video even if it's off so I was like holding it out like that yeah. so he wouldn't see me <laughs> but yeah um yeah end of the day you do you you know if, if you've done your <laughs> studies for that day then yeah I like to get it out of the way early in the morning but the second lockdown um we stuck to the school timetable and it was all FaceTime so I also liked it because it was different mm-hmm. so I personally enjoyed lockdown and I haven't really missed out on any work. So I'm lucky in that case because some people haven't been so lucky in the situation. But, What's yeah. it been like then regarding friends? You know, has, you know, going, being stuck at home and not being able to hang out in the normal social circles that we normally can, has, <laughs> has it been difficult? Well, I am the worst replier. So one thing I've realised is that if you want to stay in touch with people, you have to reply to them. Really? Otherwise, yeah, yeah, believe it or not, you know, who would have thought? Um, but I, I'm not very good at replying to my friends. So I, I, when I would see them in class online, that was like time to chat. And then I've got like my best friends who I'd FaceTime every now and then. But I was lucky because my sister, she came down from uni to stay with us throughout lockdown. So during the day, we would just 
you know, have tea, goggle box, do a bit of baking. You know, that is my happy place. Goggle so. box. I didn't. I can never get into goggle box. You know, I just. Do you know? I'm not a big fan of watching people watching TV for some reason. Really. Oh, see, I didn't think I would be into it, but one day my sister was watching it and I came into the room and then she was watching it. It's just really entertaining. I just ended up enjoying it after that. And it became a bit of a routine when school finished, we'd just go watch Gogglebox with a tea, you yeah. know, face masks and all. <laughs> now, we were supposed to do this chat the other day, but I said nine o'clock and you thought it'd be 9pm finish. <laughs> Easy yeah, because we're talking. Yeah, we were talking about um, how late it might go. Because you were saying, "Is is nine o'clock ish too late?" And I just, I don't know. I must have got muddled up in my brain because I thought you meant nine o'clock finish. You know, I. <laughs> you see, I I can be a bit of a night owl sometimes, and I speak to a lot of people from the US, and obviously with their time zone, I'm just so used yeah. to having it so late. And yeah. I mean, I've, I've had chats where it's been like midnight, one o'clock here, and it just <laughs> it just feels so normal at the moment so i you know i, I want to publicly apologize for putting you that obviously because well, that's absolutely stuff. fine see when when we were in lockdown i would happily go to bed like midnight or one o'clock but now that we're back at school i get up at 6 30 every morning yeah so it's a long day i get home at just before six so i like to be in bed and read around kind of nine to ten ish yeah I mean, well, I, I I suffer with insomnia, and I've been talking about this for the past few episodes. Really? And basically, I've been given a basically. Long story short, I have I have sleep therapy, and part of the tasks they've given me to do now is I've got to go to bed at midnight, and I've got to wake up at five a.m. just so I've got set start and set finish time for sleep. And I've got to do like a half an hour wind down. So everybody that tries to contact me at that late hour that I normally reply to people at just texts me and I don't respond back till early morning. And it's like, oh, so I'm in the same boat with you, you know, regarding replying. Because normally I'm just straight on it and straight replying, but I've just been so, so busy and just so tired as well. There's something nice about just not replying every now and then. I mean, not for the other person, but Make for you. <laughs> Yeah. yeah sorry just not that important we love you really <laughs> yeah but I mean when people don't reply to me quickly I'm like oh have I done something wrong perhaps <laughs> but then I will wait a week a we- <laughs> see normally I feel bad for waiting a couple of hours a week <laughs> okay no the longest has been a week or two but um usually the the length takes about a day or two maybe so yeah now final I'm going to say final questions on school. I know I'm going to ask more later on. But what, are you doing your GCSE year? What yeah. subjects did, because when I was in school, when I was doing GCSEs, you know, we got to choose, I think it was three separate, you know, additional subjects. So yeah. I chose like French, additional sciences and mm. PE. What, do you, do you still do that now? Yeah, so we have to do English, maths, we can choose to do three triple science or dual. Dual still means you do all three, but it just counts as two GCSEs because you don't have it as much on your timetable. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to do a language as well. So I chose Spanish instead of French because Ooh. I quite like it. Also, I, I wasn't a fan of the way that my French teacher taught me. Ah, He's a lovely man, but I just wasn't a fan of his teaching methods. So I, I couldn't have stood a, a year being in top seven. <laughs> so um, my additional choices were um, drama, because with theatrical, um, theatrical. Oh, such as, um, 
<laughs> slightly dramatic um we chose our ras because i love religious studies it's yeah. always open like for debate and it we cover really interesting topics and then the third one was geography yeah. ah. i'm not very good at geography <laughs> fair fair but the only reason i chose it was because um i was doing i thought at the time that not many people would choose rs or um drama so i figured that if i wasn't in a good class being in geography look everyone does that so when we go on geography trips it still keep me connected with the year but actually turns out everyone does all three of those subjects a lot so yeah i think i think i don't know i, I don't know now thinking about it because i remember doing geography but mm. um we must have had five choices then I must have been one of the few sets to have extra choices because I remember doing geography and we did a RE. It was, you could either do a half RE, a PSHRE, or you could yeah. do the full one. So a half one was obviously half a timetable, full one was a full GCSE. And yeah, I remember going on geography trips to like Malham again. Um, but like Malham's a place here in North Yorkshire. And it's got like waterfalls and limestone and you have to study all the way that limestone cliffs are all done. Where did you go for like geography on your trips? Um, We tend to go to lots of beaches and I'm afraid to tell you that I actually don't know the names of them. Oh, (laughs) Dawlish Warren. We've been to Dawlish Warren. Have you heard of that? Nope. (laughs) We've been to Bristol because we were studying Bristol for a while um, when we were doing urban, urban like stuff. (laughs) yeah it's not it's really not my strongest subject see i loved that uh, studying because i my school was in leeds and we are for some of the geography trips we used to go out for a walk into leeds city center and look at the urbanization of buildings and you know brown uh green belts brown belts all that stuff did you was that was that part of the stuff that you did we i don't we don't call it green belts and brown i mean we've done greenfield sites and brownfield sites if that's the same thing yeah, oh, I guess the same yeah. thing. You guys probably have a different name for it. Or oh, they've changed it now. But um, yeah, we were... <laughs> yeah, so we, we were like looking at Greenfield sites, Brownfield sites, as well as like different areas. Like um, we compared a poorer area compared to a middle, compared to an upper, and like talked about the surroundings and stuff. Just oh, so you must have used most of Yorkshire for the poorer site. <laughs> no, we didn't go quite that far. <laughs> Okay, so that's cool. Now, finally, sport. What is like your favourite sports at school? So at school, I would say it's kind of a tie between hockey and netball. But the girls in my year, no one's particularly passionate about these two sports. Cricket is the summer sport and most people hate it, apart yeah. from the few which go like county and really far in that. But um, I, I enjoy it. Um, I enjoy hockey and netball because they're fun. However, we're not a particularly good team. So like my sport is volleyball. So that's outside of school. It's not really popular in England. But um, yeah, I play that quite a lot outside of school. See, with because I I then started studying ASs and I ended up dropping out after the first year um, because my grades weren't that great and my whole career change went in a different direction. So I went to college to study engineering instead. But... Part of my part of my PE AS was we had to we had to referee a game of volleyball as part of a, like an assessment, and I used to love playing volleyball. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? It's it really is. social. And the other the other sport that I took up for PE uh, for the actual AS was hockey, and I absolutely adore hockey. I used to go to all the after school clubs for it. 
<laughs> my stamina is awful though <laughs> I must say it's all right but I just I'm puffing after a while I think if stamina wasn't an issue I'd really enjoy hockey yeah but, yeah I used, to, <laughs> see, I used to be so good at it it's one of the sports I was actually really good at hockey and rugby were always my top two sports yeah the boys are really good at the hockey and rugby I find in my school it's such a I think it's because I don't know I, I think it's because we're big and we like to push people around and yeah yeah and and the boys always play like practicing around with the ball on the field so I feel like they're always getting better whereas the girls just sit on the field <laughs> yeah what what is your like pastime then when you're at school when you're just with your friends do you just like play oh, around or go to the libraries or just chat or I mean socializing is a big one <laughs> just chilling <laughs> talking um but then me and my friend both like music so occasionally we go to the music rooms just sing some songs and we're also part of a singing group at school so that happens every friday but not today <laughs> but um yeah today we actually started making a spotify playlist because Ooh. that's one of my tasks for my music thing um for my ep part of the release i had to make a spotify playlist and gonna ask people to follow it so i was was working on that this morning with my friend what's the spotify playlist called it is called i can let you know in two seconds i want to say it is called right wait for it country tunes but i haven't yet added it i'm going to be um putting it all up on my social media later saying follow this playlist you know i had to sneak a few of my own songs on there as well <laughs> of course you see um this this episode will be released in about a week's time so by the time that this gets released you'll have announced that on your socials so yeah it's a nice little extra plug for everybody follow me she's <laughs> spotify playlist <laughs> what kind of tracks are you having on are you, are you gonna like focus a lot of your own music on there no so what i've do. done is because i want to appeal to all audiences you know make it more broad because a country is such a large genre there's like the bubblegum country and there's like the old classics like shania twain cheryl crow um even katie's tonstall though she's a bit more kind of rock country but I, mm-hmm. I, I shimmy her into the category too yeah. so my friend listens to a lot of modern country and I listen to a lot of the kind of 80s like further back country so she helps me with the modern tunes so a bit of Sam Hunt bit of um there's a particular artist on there which she really likes called Morgan Wallen Wallen Morgan Wallen Morgan Wall. So I haven't heard of him before, but apparently he's really in with modern country at the moment. So we've got a few of his songs on as well. So my friend helped me choose loads of the modern kind of country songs. And I chose a few of the Shania Twain's, the Cheryl Crow, a bit of Johnny Cash, you know, to as well as um, a few people that I know from Puzzle Maker Studios. I added a few of their tracks on and mine. Now, in my background, I don't think you'll be able to see it very well, but I've got a picture of Johnny Cash. And oh, I love him. We've watched so many documentaries on him recently. I've got a, it's one of the old, it's a tin sign, but it's a oh, nice. uh, country in-person country music blockbuster. And it's got like Johnny Cash, George Jones, uh, Flat and Scruggs, Walter Brennan. Nice. Oh, it's, it's, it's an old. <laughs> when was it? I can't remember. I can't remember. <laughs> June 20th, uh, 22nd of June, apparently, like years and years nice. ago, probably 80s. Oh, so that was a nice little tangent, obviously, because everybody can't see that here. So, this is great for an audio podcast. So, I've got this in my room and this in my room. Oh, 
Yeah, yeah, everyone can really see that really well, I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, well, if people go into my live streams, then they'll be able to see... I'm sure they'll be able Maybe, to zoom in. Yeah, it can be a bit of clickbait. You can't see it, so you'll have to watch my live stream later. So. Oh, just a, sorry, Misha, <laughs> I just had a little cheeky plug on my live streams. <laughs> Talking of yeah. country music then, and particularly the older country music, what is it that got you into country? Well... I will be blatantly honest. I never planned to go into country music. Mm-hmm. I'd, I've never written my songs like mainly inspired by a country artist. Yeah. I te- because I listen to a lot of pop, a lot of ballad kind of music, Americana. So when I came to, so ages ago, I went into Open Mic and UK and I got to the area finals where I won a showcase award. And it's going to go quickly, fast forward through my music journey. Um, go as slow as they- you want. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll, right we'll, go, we'll, we'll go right to it then. Uh, the open mic, UK, the UK open mic, uh, which which year was it? I want to say 2017. <laughs> I, just... I did it two years in a row, but um, that year... Sorry. No, <laughs> but, yeah, that year when I did it, um, I won the Showcase Award in the area finals, and it then took me to... Um, Riverside Studios in Southampton. Have you heard of them? Yeah. Yeah. So I started off with them for a while. However, it was a really, it was a long journey. It was four hours away, as well as I didn't really feel like I was getting much kind of input as much as the output I was getting. So I didn't, it wasn't really me. So then later on, I was, I kept in touch with one of the girls I'd met at Open Mic UK. um, And she told me that she was going to the studios in Bristol and there were some really nice guys there. So I spoke to Chris, who is the main organisation of Riverside Studios, and a branch of them was located in Bristol, um, Puzzlemaker Studios, which is where I'm at now. And I really got on with the guys really well. We've got Andrea Sushi and Danny McMahon. I think, yeah, I always say his name wrong. Yeah, Yeah, Danny McMahon. I remember first time I go, Danny McMahon. McMahon. McMahon um, and I always make fun of um, Andrea and say sushi and now and accidentally um, I was on an interview the other day on the phone and twice I say Andrea sushi and I was like <laughs> it's an in-joke <laughs> it's an in-joke you wouldn't understand um, <laughs> but um, yeah so I ended up really loving how my music ended up sounding because it was a lot more acoustically guitar-y and I love the sound of the guitar so I ended up kind of transferring to Bristol and eventually they've broken away from Riverside Studios. So now we're completely separate. Yeah. And when we were recording my first song, well, as you know, Danny is really big in country music at the moment. He produces a lot of country music. Has They, they even have a country band. So they were heavily influenced when they were producing my first song with me. And I liked the idea and I was like, okay, I'm going to, let you guys take the reins I was kind of say yes no about things like this but they showed me what my music could sound like in a country style and I really liked it so I'm not a true kind of country all the way however I ended up converting my music into country music if you know what I mean you see I absolutely love Danny's sound and he was my third guest on this podcast when I first started wow so what a coinky dink! What a coinky dink! I love that. <laughs> I love that phrase. <laughs> I love that word. Oh, stuck with me through primary school. I think my sister was the first person who used that. But yeah. No, it was your <laughs> sister's birthday. Just was it about a week ago? Um, it was March the seventh. She's nineteen now. <sighs> Getting <I've>... old. <laughs> now, 
what did you do to celebrate a birthday? So we celebrated her day, her birthday a day early because um, it was on Saturday we celebrated it um, because on Sunday we were going to be taking her back up to Nottingham, which is her university. So we just decided to, what did we do? I want to say we just ate and played games. That, is, that would make sense. Go on then, what's your, what's your birthday games? What's your birthday bash games? Also, we have like lots of board games. We love Monopoly Deal. We love the logo game. We love a bit of, um, what's it called? It starts with the T. Trivial Pursuit. That's the one. So yeah, we played a lot of board games, watched a lot of movies, ate a lot of food. Oh, the best cake at the moment, in my opinion, as good as home-baked cakes go, nothing can beat the Sainsbury's white chocolate and raspberry cake. It is so good. I think Morrison's do a, it's a Madeira cake and... It is white chocolate. I think it's raspberry. It might be similar, like their version of the cake. And that's re- that's always like the go-to birthday cake we have here. It's so, I just, I mean, with dieting, it's been so horrible because you see everybody eating cakes and chocolates and sweets and it's like, oh, I've put on so much weight over lockdown. It's been horrible. Oh, see, I feel like girls have a like a really bad time with weight issues because we've all probably tried a diet for a week and then given up. <laughs> I mean, I, I I can't. I can't. I say oh, I'm going to be healthy for a week and that goes right out the window when someone offers me some chocolate. Yeah. Um, but I think the good, I, I, over lockdown, me and my sister would try out the YouTube workouts, you know, to attempt some form of physicality every day. But then we gave up in the last three weeks. Go on then. So... YouTube workouts is it just like random workouts or is it like Joe Wicks or so I subscribed to Pop Sugar you know I'm just doing a bit of promoting here Pop um, Sugar <laughs> yeah Pop Sugar and they do um, workouts with ladies it's like come on ladies you can do this one two three and you're like your arms are out here you're like I hate you <laughs> but um, yeah I, we actually did it like every day for a week we'd mix it up with a bit of volleyball exercises but I was pretty impressed. <laughs> yeah. So no, that's awesome. That's that's what you got to do. I mean, you got to find something that you enjoy, you know, you know, regardless of what you do and something that's orientated to what you want to do, you know, in terms of fitness, you know, in terms of yeah. trying to just cuz if you don't enjoy what you're doing then it's pointless doing it cuz yeah. you're just not going to continue. See, I found that at the beginning, it's always all right because I find it easy to motivate myself when things are new. But just at the end of lockdown, I just lost all motivation. Yeah. I would wake up, stay in my pajamas all day through my lessons, <laughs> literally looking homeless for my sc- like lessons at school, and afterwards just go straight to the TV. Not the best, but you know, what can you do when you're a child at home all alone all day? What was it like then, going from doing lessons? I'm going back to the school now. I told you I would. What was it like going from being in pyjamas during your lessons to then having to get dressed up and into uniforms or whatever you wear for school? Oh, I'm just, I've, I've been so happy this week because we joined, we started school on Monday and it's just the best. I love seeing all my friends again. And I mean, there's always people that you really enjoyed were on mute for the whole of lockdown lessons. Yeah. And you just forgot that how annoying their voices are. But, you know, we move. <laughs> so, yeah. um, Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I completely agree. I mean, there's so many people mm-hmm. I I speak to that just you just want to you just want to press mute. Yeah. Oh, 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 gosh. Yeah. And on online learning, every now and then, when someone was really annoying, someone would just kick them off the call or mute <laughs> them when they were talking. <laughs> so, so go yeah. on, Misha. How many times was you taken off the call? Three. Mm-hmm. Only three. 
only three and that was at the beginning and I think I know exactly who did it and then afterwards um, um, and I kept on getting muted in one three particular lessons and there was one particular person who recurred in all three lessons and I was like I think it's you Hmm. Um, and one time I was speaking my teacher was like can someone stop muting Misha and after that it didn't happen ever again so yeah your friends seem really really nice she's not my friend your schoolmates sound really 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 (laughs) yeah well I mean everyone's got people that they don't get on with I'm sure but you know it is just um it is fuel for songwriting I say talk about fuel for songwriting then is there has there been any times at school where it's just been horrible where you think you know what as horrible as the situation is this will be a great song in the future yes (laughs) yes um I think I had lots of huge ups and downs like the downs were down in year seven eight and nine in year 10 I began to grow up and like learn how to avoid the issues and year 11's kind of been just breezy easy breezy um yeah but um in oh gosh in year eight I had such trouble but but not because people were being mean to me because I was still finding out who I was and it all sounds a bit deep but it's not I feel like all children have this I was so used to in primary school if you're loud and weird you're funny everyone likes you in secondary school if you're loud and weird you're the butt of everyone's jokes yeah but um i i feel like i wasn't sure how to adjust so i i kind of i made a few strange choices made a few of the wrong friends and just it went downhill and then when i i hit rock bottom or as, as rock bottom as school can get because it's never that dramatic um and I decided to write won't be long which is on my EP um it was just like the lyrics is when you feel like you've let everybody down but you know you put yourself into this mess you know yeah yeah I was like it is my fault it is my fault that I've I've annoyed every single person in the year group but I mean ever since then I've just blended in really well because yeah. what can I say? <laughs> you, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, it's always the first few years when you go to high school and you're trying to, you want to fit in. You know, socially you want to be liked by people. You know, <laughs> we naturally do it. And then by year 11, you just think, you, t- you, you learn sometimes the hard way that who cares? Who cares what people think? Who cares if they're saying good things or nasty things? Yes, it hurts. And it'll always hurt. Even as an adult, it still hurts. But you tend to just push it to one side. Yeah, that's the thing. Now I find at school, so even though it's the same group of girls that just for some reason will not grow up, I've actually learned it's actually not my fault and I don't need to react to it as hard as it is. But my friend, I'm I'm really lucky that I've got a really good friend and she is mature when it comes to these things she's like me should just leave it don't look at them I'm like oh but I just want to want to say something because when I when I get annoyed at people I, if people are being rude to you why can't you just go up to them and say what's your problem like what have I done yeah but you you can't they are still mentally five years below me so you know it's like having an argument with a child exactly no exactly <laughs> it's about being the better person and knowing when to walk away and picking your fights and 90% of the time it's just not worth it. It really isn't. Yeah. I mean, I wish I knew that as a kid. Bit of food for thought on a Friday evening. <laughs> there you go, everybody. So remember, pick your fights and just learn to love. Yeah, be yourself. <laughs> Live, laugh, love. Talking about love, do you have any relationships? 
<laughs> no, I'm just, I am the worst when it comes to the males. The I'm males. Just, the males, yes, because as, as lovely as they are, I mean, everyone has faults. That is obvious. However, as soon as the guy says he likes me, the faults are highlighted and I'm like, mm. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just don't really want to go there. <laughs> sorry. I feel like, yeah, I, I, I'm really good at being friends with guys, but as soon as it takes it to the next level, I wish I didn't do this, but I just kind of go all weird. And there was this part that I've got a lovely friend at school. I mean, I won't mention his name and like, we're best friends. And I really, I, I see myself with him in the future. However, we attempted to maybe start things up. And then I saw him at school and I didn't talk to him for a whole day. I felt so... <laughs> and then we talked about it that evening. He was like, you could have just said. And I was like, I'm sorry, I just find it too weird. So I reckon that... Hopefully he said the situation too weird, not that just he's just too weird. No, no, yeah. I just, he is lovely. He is like, you know, he ticks all the boxes. So realistically, whenever he... is the kind of situation where if I saw him, like maybe getting close to someone else, I'd be jealous. But I wouldn't want to be in a relationship with him just yet. So, you know, you just put it on hold. <laughs> what about what about having not so much calling it a relationship, but becoming friends, you know, close friends? You know, call it for other people friends and then call him a, a closer acquaintance. Well, because I've got a few closer acquaintances. Ooh, look at you go. <laughs> it's just... Oh, I just... It sounds it sounds bad but it's really not because i feel like most people do this just no one admits it but i feel like most people have the whole out of sight out of out of sight out of mind kind of scenario just because when you when you are still a child like we're not going to get married so you know i just think it's just nice to get on with everyone you know yeah he's cute he's cute he's cute but I'm not going to marry them so. so so there's not been anybody that you've introduced to your parents yet no, just as friends. But see, I talk I, every, any boy that I ever come home saying, "Oh, he's cute." I talk to my parents about, so they they know about like my interests. Yeah, <laughs> then, yeah, yeah. That's good. I've that, got, that, that's always good to have a open and honest relationship with parents. Yeah, I get on really well with my parents. I'm now, now I do. <laughs> when I was going through those rebellious year seven, eight, and nine stages. Things were bad. I just didn't get on my parents that well because it was my fault. I was a horrible child. I, I feel sorry for my parents that I was their child. But now, because I'm an absolute angel, I'm a gold star on the wall. <laughs> they, in comparison to how I was, I'm sure they really appreciate that now. <laughs> when your parents get home, we definitely need to get them on. <laughs> yeah, they're not home yet, I don't think. I'd like um, I'd like to get their version of events. <laughs> I I am a perfect child. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so when it comes to music and stuff, how supportive have your parents been? Oh, a hundred percent. My mum, I I could not do it without her. Whenever there is, so when I was doing the release program um, for the EP, I would have lives. I'd have to be posting regular covers. I had to register for PPL, PP, PRS, and my mum was thankfully on the Trello list as well, so she knew about my tasks and my deadlines. So I'd come home and she'd say, "Misha, have you done your tasks yet?" And I was like, "No." She's like, "Misha, do you want to do your tasks now?" And I was like, "Yes." It's not <laughs> so, like you can hide it. She's like, "Yeah, I've done my tasks." Well, no, you haven't. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, she'd get notified from um, Andrea and Danny if I hadn't done the tasks yet. They'd be like saying, Misha hasn't done her tasks yet. <laughs> oh. I'm going to have yeah. words with Danny. I'm going to say, you know, how it needs to stop being a grass. <laughs> That's all right, though. Nothing would get done if people didn't remind me. Now, it's, it, it was nice. It was nice. It was nice. It was nice seeing danny's reaction to when you released your ep yeah they were both really 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 nice about it all i think they're proud of me i can say they said that they were like proud you know (laughs) now when it comes to when it comes to the writing process and the and the music side as well you know do you go to danny and andrea when you've say you've written a song and you say do you know what sound to put to this or do you have a melody already in your head and how you want it to sound? So I have GarageBand. That's as advanced as my technology at home gets. Yeah. So, um, and for my grandparents' birthday, one is like right after the other. I decided to make two CDs for them. One of my favourite um my favorite songs that I've written on the guitar and one of my favorite songs that I've written on the piano. And it, within that, I did this little project that I did in lockdown, you know, to keep me occupied. And within that, I would experiment with different sounds that I wanted. And then I would kind of transfer that when I go to the studio. But we haven't done lots of those songs yet, but my next EP will be lots of those songs. So for the next songs coming, I will have a bit more, more of an idea of what I want. But um, for the first EP, Danny and Andrea had a lot of influence on the style and the production aspects of things. However, when it came to the songwriting, I did that entirely by myself. And occasionally my mum helps with lyrics because she's very good with words. So I'm going to touch on that in a minute. Now, your current EP, New Beginnings. Yes. Now, you first released Do You Remember as a single in 2020. I did indeed. And then you released New Beginnings earlier on this year. I did, yes. What? Hi, Mama. Mum's home now. <laughs> Hi, Mum. Hi, Mum. I, I, oh, it sounds weird saying Mum. I say Mama and Tata. Mama and Tata. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can I ask where Mama and Tata came from? Like Polish. Polish? Ah, yeah. okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so we have. Oh. So all of my relatives is like Babcha, Jajush, Babi, Jeda, Chocha, Voyek. Yeah. No auntie, uncle, grandma, granddad. So, yeah. yeah. That, that's that. No, I totally get that. I mean, one of the guys that I live with here, he's Romanian, oh. and whenever you hear him talking to his family, it's you know it's the different. It's the different terms, obviously, because when you're listening, it's like, ah, okay, yeah, so that means that, that means that, that means that. I mean, just like phrases like Teobesk and Lara Vaderi in Romanian, it's obviously like, you know, I love you or see you later or bye for now. And Yeah. When it comes to, okay, then, when it comes to songwriting, do you, can you, will, would you write in Polish or... So my Polish 
It is debatable. I wouldn't say I'm fluent. I mean, I couldn't write a sentence, but I'm, I'm getting better at it, I guess. But I never took it as an A-level and I never went to Polish school. So I don't know if I'd be able to manage by myself. However, I love Polish church songs. They are amazing. I just, they're, they have really nice Polish church songs So and Christmas songs. The Christmas carols in Polish are so much better than the English ones. So I do enjoy singing in Polish. So I wonder... I might try writing a Polish song at some point. Ooh, who knows? who knows? A Polish Christmas song? No, not a Polish. No, not a Christmas one. Just a just a normal just one, a... maybe. <laughs> yeah. When it when it comes to Christmas, then I mean, sorry if I, if I'm miles off the mark, but I, is is the tradition to have a a live fish throughout Christmas Eve, which you then have alive, and then obviously kill it Christmas Eve, ready for Christmas Day. <laughs> no. I, I remember, I remember the, my old company, there was a, there, there was a member of staff in my department and she was Polish and what they used to do as tradition, I think it was like the entire family was literally just moved straight over from Poland and on Christmas, the uh, day before Christmas Eve, they'd have a live fish in their, in the bathtub and then on Christmas Eve they'd then kill it and then on Christmas Day they would then have fresh fish i've never heard of that in my life i feel like maybe depending on what part of poland you come from there might be different traditions so we have we have like traditions as well but not a live fish she was from crack uh krakow 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 (laughs) you see i this is this this was country chat with dom this is now country languages with dom so (laughs) when krakow I'm, I'm going to try and learn Polish now. Now, <laughs> I didn't want to say your surname in case I got it completely and utterly wrong. Mm, well, we have a simple way of remembering it. Yeah. So you yank something, you know, if you need, if you, if you need a bit of rope, you've got to go yank. Yeah. If you're going to have a cough, you're going to go cough. And for me, we have a Harry Potter scar, like a scar. Yeah. Or if you're a male, you go ski. Ah. Yeah. Ska, ska, ski. No, ska. <laughs> just, just, just ska or ski, but like if you say it with an English accent, it's like a ska, you know, Harry Potter. Ah. So we've got Jankowska or Jankowski? Jankowska. Jankowska. Mm-hmm. Misha Jankowska. Jankov. Misha Jankowska. I'm sorry, everybody. Everybody's <laughs> thinking, everybody shouting down the. Stereos or the phones, shame. It's Jankowska. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, whenever it's in assembly and the headmaster calls out my name, he always finds some new inventive way of pronouncing it. So it's quite amusing. Because I was going to say Jankowska. <laughs> yeah, people say Jankowski, Jankowska, Jawaski, Jarofska. What about? Yeah. I know on your Instagram, you've actually had to put me share. Yeah, I, I saw some people do that with their names. It's my friend Taya, she's done that. And there's this singer called Fauzia, you might have heard of her? Yeah. Oh, I love her. Yeah. Oh, I love her music. But yeah, she's done it as well. Like, she did it after me, though. She definitely copied me. Definitely copied you. <laughs> yeah. But um, when Taya did it, I was like, oh, I'm going to do that too, because everyone always says, how do you pronounce your name? Mishka? I, I think Mishka's quite, Mishka's quite cute. When people say Mishka, it's like, oh. Is it definitely, so it's definitely Misha. Well, my name's actually Mihaila, which is Michaela in English. Ah. But... <laughs> oh. 
So I don't know where Misha comes from. I, that, that was going to be my next point, you know. It, it, <laughs> like, where, why, when did you start going by Misha? Or is it just a... I've always been name? Misha. I think because my parents wanted me to be Misha, but my grandparents wanted me to have a saint's name so that I can have a Imianina, which is... Um, basically names day which so mine my Michaela comes from Michael so that's St Michael's Day which is on the 29th of September and I get a little present and a card ah so yeah that's an Emilina it's also my grandma thought that Misha has a childish name so when I'm older I might want to be Mihaila but no (laughs) so you're just gonna go by Misha for the rest of your life that's that's what everyone's always called me yeah I wouldn't respond to McKay though. Because the great thing with um, I th- with like Spotify and stuff, obviously, because it's copyrighted under you, it's got your full name at the bottom. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's an I love I love languages. I love it. <laughs> why why though Spanish? You know, I know you said that. So like I mean, teacher, I but... I love French and I love Spanish. And realistically, if they were both as easy as each other, I would have carried on with French because I love the French accent. I love the French people. I love the country. And I wouldn't mind spending a year in France when I'm older. However, just the teacher, my teacher, however, (laughs) my teacher is like, uh, it was impossible. His lessons were so difficult. Just there are some teachers that I find that if you don't understand, then just life feels like they're making it hard for you. Mm -hmm. Whereas my Spanish teacher at the time, at the time, I say, made Spanish seem really easy. Little did I know just how hard it would get when we start GCSEs. <laughs> so, yeah. The thing that I always find difficult with languages, because I did French and then I tried studying Spanish in my own time, Yeah, was, you know, with things like Duol- uh, Duolingo and, oh, what's the other one? Memorize? No, it's the, um, it's like an orangey colour. Oh, it's a proper brand. Oh, I need to search because this is going to bug me for the rest of the night. Google it. <laughs> Good old Google. Learn languages. It's going to be so. Uh, I used to use Bab- Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is what I used to use a lot of the time to learn. I've languages. never heard of it. It's like a CD slash Audible. It's like an Audible. And basically go through different phrases and you've got to repeat it and then you use it in different phrases and then you learn the different uses. Now, the thing that the point that I was getting to was the thing that I found most difficult was the different masculinities in the feminine, you know, masculine yeah. and feminist. I kind of just guess. Just, just, Ella, El. Just. La. Yeah, no, we have la, to la, learn. La, we always, yeah, when we learn the vocabulary, we learn it with the l or la in front. I feel like most people do that. Yeah. So then it just comes naturally, I guess. Le la le, uh, sont sans, uh, sans, c'est. Yeah, you've lost me. <laughs> uh, and this is this is the French side. Um, nous avons, vous avez, ils, elles ont. We, we had a uh, song. We had, to, we had a uh, song that. A song in French that we had to memorize all the, all the you know different males and females you know for theirs as yeah. it's like uh, I'm completely losing everybody at this point now. Sorry, everybody. Uh, eels, els. Oh, I'll give up. Okay, music. <laughs> oh, so what's music. Music. What's that? So hmm. you mentioned earlier the 
you you organized a CD through GarageBand and you learned you did some songs on guitar and you did some songs on piano. When was it that you first started learning piano and guitar? You know, which one did you do first? Um, so I've, I, I think I've, I've done piano as long as I can remember. So I'm going to guess three. That's, that's a good number <laughs> as far as memory goes. And I remember my piano teacher, Ina, Ina Tyswell and her hamster, Pasha. So um, <laughs> I, I, I liked learning the piano, but I loved like doing jazz pieces on it because you could improvise and I'm, I can't sight read because I never did my theory. I was a stubborn child. Mm-hmm. I would get given my theory and if I just wouldn't do it. So I have to do it now. So I now have to catch up for the lost time. But um, guitar, I started at near the end of primary school. I want to say I got year five Christmas. I got a pink guitar, which is actually on my wall back there, but you can't see it. It's behind my wardrobe. It's my first ever guitar. You need to get um, it out. I think I might just have to. Mm-hmm. One sec. Here. We have my first ever original pink guitar. I don't know if you can see the colour very well. Yeah, it's, it's like a, very a baby small, pink. Classical baby pink guitar. Is that metal strings or nylon? Oh, just nylon. So I learned classical guitar first. Um, but I, I taught myself how to do chords um, and picking patterns. Self-taught. Look at that. Look, look at you go, eh? <laughs> what? Yeah. What? Uh, what guitar do you play with at the moment then do you still do you still crack out the baby pink or i actually don't i mean occasionally when i'm supposed to be going to bed because it's the only guitar with strings in my room (laughs) um i sometimes just play that one because i want to do a song before i go to bed but i think i have about three other guitars and my absolute favorite one is always downstairs and the other three have all been gifts yes (laughs) yeah um i've got two no one is from my cousin when he gave me a bunch of like recording equipment one Christmas and he never asked for it back. <laughs> um, one is from this woman called Eileen at church and she always played. Oh, I got on with her really well because I play guitar at the church when I was younger, but I haven't done it in ages. I reckon I might start doing it after lockdown because, you know, any opportunity to play. Exactly. Um, yep. Um, so Eileen gave me the next guitar when she upgraded to a 12 string. So that was very kind. And then the most recent guitar, which is my absolute favourite, is from Paul Dawson. And he's when um, he would always watch me play at open mic. And he knows my mum very well because she had him as a patient yeah. in the hospital. So, yes. Yeah. So what is it that your mum does then? She is a doctor. A doctor. Not yet. <laughs> She's a doctor. Which, which, um hospital or clinic or she's in musgrove and i want to say i don't think it's a radiographer i want to say it's something similar to that like a oncologist oh really or, or she used to be an oncologist now she's a radio she's head of head and neck Ah, okay in cancer oh wow so whatever that job goes under the bracket of i've forgotten the name but yeah um, so it's like, it's like neurology, but it's not, it's to do with. No, she used to be an oncologist, but I think the word's yeah. changed now. I think she's like changed from that profession-ish. I'm not quite sure. When she shimmies past, I can ask her in a bit. <laughs> so when, when you're growing up then, and you're, obviously your mum's in this great uh, profession, what, what, 
how did you go about telling her that you want to be a musician? So my mom is very sensible and we've kind of talked about it quite a lot. And music is always going to be on the side mm-hmm. of a steady job un- unless it super, super kicks off. And I'm like, you know, the that best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, if that day ever comes, but I'm, I want to go to university. I want to go to university. I like school. I like learning. And I mean, I want to have a normal job on the side of music. If I can balance both, then great. Because I, I reckon I'd go into maybe marketing, journalism, something Englishy, maybe something RSE, maybe nutrition. Who knows? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. I mean, you've certainly got your head switched on when it comes to because a lot of people straight away want to say, Yeah, I want to be a musician. I want to go out touring. I want to go out gigging every day and make money from selling my music. And that just doesn't happen, particularly as independent artists. You've got to have some. Or it just time. takes a long time. It's, it's a really, for, for lots of people, I feel like if you can persevere, it's a really long process. Yeah. So I feel like when I came out of my first EP, like people in my year were expecting me to become famous, right? Like instantly. And I was like, it's going to take a long time. Like Sia, have you seen how many albums she's got? Loads. And it was only in the most recent ones where her name started to get known. So I've, I've kind of, I, I'm aware that, if I am going to make it big one day, it's probably going to take a really long time and a lot of hard work. So I need a steady job on the side of that, you know? Well, e- even coming back into like the countryside, you know, Kezia Gill, she, yeah. she does a lot of like wedding venues and stuff like that. And she's solely, mu- you know, music now, you know, she can focus a lot more of her time on yeah. creating her own music. You know, it's, she's yes. put a lot of hours into doing that. And now she's in a yeah. better position. Yeah, I like the idea of singing at weddings and cruises. I wouldn't mind seeing like on a cruise line at some point, like jazz singer, because I love like jazz and blues music. I've I've been introduced to it by my singing teacher, and I'm doing grade eight at the moment. But in all my previous grades, I started at five because I started really late with singing lessons. But um, in all of them, she's incorporated a blues song and a jazz song, so I really really like them. I feel like they suit my voice more than pop songs do. Yeah. So, yeah. Maybe in the future we can be a jazz singer. <laughs> now, we did dive a, a bit. Um, now, I just want to quickly say, I've remembered the song. I remember the French song that used to be. It used to be, J'ai tout à il à Elsa. Nous avons vous avez ils elles sont. Done. Done. I don't need to say it again. I've finally remembered. I don't know. It just came to my head. And Misha's just picked up Treacle. Treacle's come to join us. Treacle, say Hi. <laughs> no <laughs> treacle hi yeah he, he he's very domesticated now for for the listeners that don't know who treacle is who is treacle treacle is a creature of fur and fat known as a cat he is le- he, he sleeps on my bed most of the time and eats most of the other time and he only goes outside when i go outside <laughs> so, to describe yeah. him I'd say he was a, he was, he looks a lot like Salem from Sabrina. Oh, I haven't seen Sabrina. Sabrina, I mean. Sabrina, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. It it was a program that was particularly big when I was a kid. Uh, Was it on Disney Channel? Might be on Disney Channel. Um, It's on there now, yeah. I feel like I want to watch it at some point because I've heard a lot about it. Now there's Netflix, there's the um, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. 
which is on Netflix at the moment, which is really good. But that's like nice. a darker, twistier, more gruesome version of Sabrina. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's like a slightly larger version of Salem, a black cat. Yeah, he's lazy and fluffy. He looks so and... snuggly, though. Oh, he is. Yeah, he's lovely. It's just on every day on the sofa, he'll like come sit next to us, you know, snuggle up. Although, I must admit, he's not so good at cleaning himself. We have to really, like, sometimes we're like, we're not going to let you out of that room until you lick. Yeah. He doesn't understand what we're saying. <laughs> really? He gets the picture. Yeah. It's fascinating, yeah. that, you know, cats not being able to understand human talk. <laughs> oh, I know. You, you just think they'd know better, but they just don't. Oh, they how, just don't listen. How dare they? <laughs> yeah. well. So, New Beginnings. My mum came up with that name. Really? Yeah, because like um, it was one of the t- it was one of the deadlines on on my Trello tasks, and we did a title, and I was like, "No, I haven't thought of a name yet." She was like, "How about New Beginnings?" And I was like, "Oh, that sounds alright." She was like, "Oh, I just thought that right now," and I was like, "I was like, did you hear it somewhere else?" So we like magpieing the idea, um, and turns out there are quite a few called New Beginnings. Really? But, um, <laughs> Yeah, but that's how we came up with the name. It was a kind of a, a, a split decision. And it kind of made sense because it's like my new EP, you know, it's a beginning, perhaps, or an end. Well, let's hope not. I, I, I do love the name. It's Yes, it might have been done before, but because it, it, it's your first EP, you know, at least it's, it makes very, sense. it's very fitting. Yeah. yeah. Now, out of the three songs, four songs... Mm. which one is your would you say is your favorite and which one was the easiest to write hmm so it changes so when i first recorded it my favorite was if i cried because i love ballads i'm like and at the end i'm like ah, on top of the chorus and i'm like oh, i love it it's like so high school musical at the end yeah um and i do really and i wasn't such a fan of moving on because I just wasn't that keen on the song, but Danny and Andrea were really like keen to put it in. They were like, oh, it just works really well. So now I listen, I'm, I really like moving on. I love the bridge that I wrote, kind of wrote the bridge on the spot. But if I cry, I found quite, I did. Because, yeah, because um, it was an old song at Moving On and we needed a fourth song. And I was like, well, I've got this thing. And they were like, oh yeah, it's not bad. So I rewrote it that day in the studio to make it make sense as um, they were just sorting out the drums. So I changed up the words to make, because I'd written the lyrics in year five. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just had to edit them a little bit didn't change them too much and then I added in a bridge um I wrote it all that day and we recorded it that day as well but then if I cried was um I found that I liked the lyrics in that one the most because it meant the most because lots of my songs I kind of I there is a story however I always exaggerate it because you know it just makes it more dramatic so for example do you remember all those times like there weren't actually times there were just like I just I kind of just I imagine those scenarios you know what I mean <laughs> so like there could have been those times but those times never happened and in moving on oh, that was also a very honest one moving on and if I cried are about the same kind of group of people who gave me a hard time at school because choices I made but if I but moving almost from the aspect that I knew I'd made the mistakes yeah. and I was like, okay, it's clear to see what I should have done. It was a harmony until I sang it wrong. That was the lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> um, and if I cried was more about, <laughs> but if I cried was more about the fact that 
I was now trying so hard to just, I was just getting on with everyone. I was not causing any issues, but they were still continuing to be like this towards me. And I was like, if I cried, would you notice them? Like, is that what you want? Do you need me to cry? Would you like me to produce tears for you? And then will you leave me alone? But you know, they won't. (laughs) Now, the one song they haven't mentioned there was Won't Be Long. That was, no, that was, that was If I Cried and Moving I did, didn't I? If I Cried Moving On, Do You Remember? Unless you did mention it and it's just completely... No, yeah, it won't be long is the one about that. won't be long was that it's clear to see what I should have done. Okay. That was about... And, yeah, I think I'm, I, I muddle up the titles sometimes, you know. Now, when you mentioned you had songs... When was, when was the earliest you wrote songs? Like, you mentioned year five then. When did you first I would start say writing? about maybe year four, year five, year six. I have quite well, actually, the first time I wrote a song was I think in year two, maybe. But it was I wouldn't call it a song, I would call it a morning prayer to Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I was highly religious when I was re- when I was really little. I had a little Jesus corner in my room um, where I put little pebbles on um the table i and on christmas i put up posters saying happy birthday jesus um oh that's really cute and i would um sing a morning song to god go on so come on then i don't remember remember it it? was just something about probably something i will i think the the lyrics to it are probably somewhere in the attic in the memory box and i think that's why i probably remember it but then um and i remember oh i do remember a song that i wrote this was before i played the guitar so the songs before i played the the, the guitar were like relaxed structure and i think it was very highly influenced this special song it was influenced by katie tunstall glamour puss and i think it was called pussy (sighs) it's called Pussy balls. <laughs> because at that age, a pussy is just a cat. <laughs> what are you on um, about? A pussy is always a cat. There's no one. <laughs> well, and it was all about a cat that went strutting round um, and. <laughs> and it had like high heels, boots on, and there was a bit of a wrap in there at the, in the middle. <laughs> But um, yeah, my songs became slowly a bit more sophisticated over the years once I got my guitar. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) you had a song about God and then it turned into singing about... (laughs) Um, it, It was about cats. (laughs) <laughs> you know right then <laughs> okay okay so when when you sing these songs do you sing them in front of family um so when i first started writing my own songs my parents i don't think they knew for about a year and then i told them i start, and then ever since then i always play in front of them whenever i write and you you're right there <laughs> <laughs> but yeah whenever I write a new song they they are my audience so <laughs> what a break when when you first started singing in front of your parents what was like the whole reaction can you remember that so 
the the first few songs I wrote just were a bit tragic, so I'm sure my parents weren't that impressed. <laughs> but I remember because um, because nothing really went on in my life to do with like relationships or issues in primary school, so I had nothing to write about. So I'd kind of make it up half the time. So I was kind of embarrassed when I was singing the lyrics to my parents. So oh, close. Um, so when I was singing these songs to my parents, I'd slur the lyrics so that they couldn't hear what I was saying. Because it would be like, oh, yeah, I want to see your face. And I was embarrassed because, like, there was that wasn't true. I just kind of put a whole bunch of lyrics together. And then I think because of that, I kind of picked up on a bad, bad diction. And it took me ages to get out of bad habits of saying, like, of slurring my lyrics and, like, being unclear. Because when I first started playing my songs to my parents, I kind of wasn't confident enough for them to hear the lyrics. Yeah. It is like reading, salt, like, your diary. No matter if it makes sense or not, it's literally reading out your diary to someone. It took me a while to become confident in that. <laughs> so, yeah. Now, do you have a diary or a journal next to your bed that you take notes on, or is it all done through your phone? So I have about... I have... Let me produce to you. These are the diaries filled with songs. Oh, Wow. <laughs> are they all full or um most of them so, i think two of them are full um one and then the rest of them i kind of got up to about halfway and started a new book but the quality of lots of these songs are tragic however every now and then if i need some inspiration i'll go back remind myself of some tunes or some words or some lyrics i came up with but um i do like always going through them every now and then reminding myself of some old songs that i write <laughs> hold so, up yeah. hold up the pile of books again so I want you to now get the second one down with the blue rings. And I want you to flick to about a quarter of the way through the book. Oh, that's just a bunch of friends' phones numbers. Okay. <laughs> Perfect page. Shall I <laughs> yeah. give them a call? Hi, guys. Welcome to the Country Show Gum Podcast. Yeah. Okay, we are open. Now, I want you to read the second page, not the first page, the second page. Halfway down. I want you to start halfway down. Well, there isn't anything halfway down. You can't see. There isn't anything halfway down. It finishes there. Oh, I want to know. Actually, before you go on the second page, I want to know what's underlined or crossed out. Um... Changing in every way possible. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. This, actually, I actually still like this song, to be fair. What, song's it, what song is it called? It doesn't have a title. I didn't give lots of my idea. I, I'm going to call it Can't Anyone See. Can't Anyone See. So go on. It basically sounds like a Katie Tonstall song, because I think I was copying her. <laughs> so, go, yeah. okay, then. I have a quick read through it now. Mm-hmm. And... See if you can make it into a song. I remember how it goes. Oh, okay. I can, if my guitars, my, my old pink guitar <gasps> yes. is on these, I can... Can I tune it up? You Feel can free. just cut it out later. I can, do, I can do this bit of editing. Lovely. I'll just tune it up quickly. Because I've got a tune on my guitar app. Hmm. I found the tuner. There you go. <laughs> See, I use um, Pano Tuner, I think it's called. Oh, but it was even my favourite guitar. I have a little tuner built in here. Yeah. So, that's 
example of how my song, I think I wrote this song in about year six. Can anyone see? I'm not talking to me. I'm not talking to the stars above. I'm not trying to joke. And though I don't mean to provoke, but nobody knows that I am serious. And I don't ever know why it happens. Ooh, ooh, is that much more that I can do? Is that much more that I can say to you? Because it's true. And is that much more that can be changed? And I know it is a lie for me to ask of you. But it's true. Why won't you listen? Why won't you? So it goes like that. <laughs> and why haven't you released that yet? Because it's... Not my best piece of work, I'd say. <laughs> really? I mean, I thought that was really, really... That was... <laughs> and the quality of the guitar was tragic. I haven't played a... Um... So we've just had a sample of one of your hidden tracks that you refuse to give to us. Mm-hmm. Why... Why... Are you going to go through the books at some point and actually... Not fine tune them, but yeah, make it I into do. better. So I did that with Moving On. So the song that came out, Moving On, I did that with. Yeah. That was one of the old songs from the books. So, I mean, I might jazz this one up again. And there is another one, which I quite like, um, from this book. And it's, the chorus is, ooh, ah, there you go. A little bit fast and a bit too slow. Obviously, doing the flow with your ripped up jeans and your pants too low. And it was about a boy that I fancied. And I was trying to pretend I didn't fancy him by writing this song. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like I might one day go back and finalise it. However, you know, don't you show it just yet. You know when you sung that then? Yeah. Sing that, but think about Rednecks, Cotton Eye Joe, while she's singing it. Uh, what do you mean? I'll edit would this you, Would you like to demonstrate what you mean? I can't <laughs> I mean, sing. I knew the song. The, um, the where did she come from? Where did she go? do 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 See that when you sung it, that's like the first tune. I think it's just that fast melody. That's Maybe. why it sprung to my head. I mean, I'm always thinking about different songs at a million times a day. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that. Go on, give it, give us that, give us that chorus again, or that verse again. Um, it was the chorus. It goes, "Ooh, ah, there you go, a little too fast and a bit too slow, obviously." Needing the flow with your ripped up jeans and your pants too low. Now, all of your friends... I don't hear it. Sorry? Uh, when you first did it, because you did it quite quickly to begin with, that's the reason why yeah. I heard it. But yeah. when you slowed it right down, then you can't at all. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you, you, you did that purposely just to, just to rain on my parade. Um, <laughs> but how many of your friends have ripped up jeans that are way down, way 
two down low. I mean, well, I mean, thankfully none of mine, but um, it is a thing of kids our age, you know, you got your trouser pants right below your bottom line. It's just not it. It's not right. It's, I see it all the time with buses and it's like, huh? It's, yeah, it's, re- it's a really skater, skater boy vibe thing, which is a bit of an aesthetic at the moment. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah. There are, yeah. There are lots of aesthetics going around at the moment. Um, there's the bad boy, there's the skater boy, there's the e-boy, um, and just everyone like dresses up as them on TikTok. And there's one that goes, mm, girl, do you like me? I don't think I really like you or something like that. And then they just like, they change within the, each aesthetics. And they're like, like biting those, um, what are they called? The toothpicks. They're like biting a Q-tip. Um, a Q-tip? A Q-tip. <laughs> okay, let's get a bit of cotton wool in our mouths. <laughs> No, they're biting it. They're like biting their toothpick, and they go like, mm, "God, do you like me?" I'm like, "No, nah. really, mm, nah. no, no, I don't think so." So yeah. <laughs> now you mentioned TikTok. Do you have a TikTok yet? I don't. Why not? <laughs> See, when TikTok was coming out, I was that person that was like, "I am never gonna make a TikTok." I mean, I, I made like one or two dancey ones with my sister, but that was just for fun because we were bored in the summer. But I just. I know realistically I will I, I've Danny and Andrea have spoke, spoken to me and they were like yeah you should probably because you're of that age it's a really good platform and everyone goes on it but I was that person that was preaching about never making a TikTok account and now I'm like I'm going to be having to make a music one it is an amazing platform it yeah. is you know for the fact that it is only short burst videos you know it is it is genuinely brilliant I mean before TikTok, there was uh, Vines. Musically. And Musically. Yeah, Musically was TikTok until it turned into TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> yeah, literally. I, I used Musically all the time because when you when we were in year seven, we would just spend our days doing Musically all the time. So it was just, yeah, it was all about the after the after party, we're going to get it started. So, yeah. Now, do me a favour. Yes. Do that. Why? Why? Basically, what I've asked Misha to do is hold her hands up so I can see your nails. What, what colour is that on your nails? Is that is that a clear varnish or is that like a nudie pink? Well, so on some, we have nothing. Yeah. I don't know if you can see that. On others, we have nudie pink. There we go. But it's... I've had it on for a week, which is why it's now starting to come off because it's the weekend now. So this weekend, I'm going to take it all off, redo it for Monday because for school, we just have nude colours. Yeah, I was going to say, because <laughs> yeah. remember at school, we wasn't allowed any form of nail varnish or makeup or anything like that unless it was like a clear coat. And I was so gutted. I mean, I wanted my eyelashes on, <laughs> my shadow, yeah. my oh. complexion, contouring. Your dangly earrings, of dangly course. Dangly earrings. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. it was actually because of lockdown that I actually got my ear pierced. Really? So, um, back in March, April, I got got my ear pierced. So I, I'm I'm, oh, I'm, nice. a, I'm a new one to them. So yeah, I feel like an earring is a vibe. You know, jazzes up the look. Bad boy. I just need a toothpick now, or a key. <laughs> yeah, and like a black button-up shirt. That then you've got the whole look sorted out. That's it. So, and my trousers down by my ankles and then it's perfect. Just walk of walk down the street and <laughs> yeah. I'm like down with kids. Like, yeah. And you can go around singing TikToks as well. That oh, would work. Just 
yeah the, the funniest thing is when you when you're walking through the town people have their phones set up on some sort of stand and they're going like <laughs> and you're like they're making a tiktok interesting please tell me you have the urge i know i would but to jump in front of the camera like so they have to oh, do the whole would. thing or I would stand in the background and just like be there with my hands in my pockets, just staring at them, <laughs> making them feel really uncomfortable. Because <laughs> it does look odd when you're just dancing in the middle of the street. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And see if they can notice you in the background. <laughs> um, yeah. I used to do that all the time walking through York. And when people were taking pictures of like York Minster, I just like purposely walk really, really slow behind families. So when they were trying to take a picture, you could see him like put the camera down to wait for you to walk past. And then I'd just stand there, turn towards the uh, towards the Minster and then turn around, look at them and turn back around. And I'd just spend a good five, ten minutes there. You could see him get really, really, really frustrated. <laughs> it was so That was what I used to do on weekends. Yeah, in, um, when when I was on holiday with my friends, um, we were taking a little photo. We were um, at the water park, and there's this guy gets in the background of a photo, and he just does this. And then we were like, okay, let's do it facing the other way. So he gets out of the pool, runs all the way around, and just stand behind us, and he goes. <laughs> so you know, <laughs> hi. So yeah, I've still got the photos of him in the background. It's brilliant. He sounds like he's a bit of a uh, nut job. He he was definitely oh. So for those listening in, you'll have noticed that we was talking and then there was a sudden like change in tone in the way that we're talking. Now, just to explain what's happened then, Misha's laptop just died and we've just plugged it back in and now we're starting up again. So that's the pleasantries done. Hi, Misha again. Hi. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> I, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm overheating. It's like a Savannah in my house. What... What temperature do you set like your thermostats on in your house? Um, I'd say 100 degrees Celsius. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, that's what it feels like anyway. It is boiling. I feel like we've got the heating on, probably. <laughs> now, beforehand, we were talking about like TikToks and being in front of... Uh, you were talking about the water park. Now, I want to go back to New Beginnings. Yes. Now, the EP cover art. Oh, yes. You mean, you mean the photo? Yes, the, the photo. You're wearing the burgundy top with your oh, yes. hair down to your, just down over your shoulders, and then your... Arm is just out. Just trying to look at like... Yeah. That is, how <laughs> big is that belt? Oh, it's quite thick, yeah. Um... I, I won't lie to you. We had a. We've got a friend who's a professional photograph, photo, photographer. 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 <laughs> photographer. Yes. She, um. And she did take some photos of me outside. However, I just didn't like the way I looked that day, and I liked the concept of the photos. However, I didn't end up using them for the um, album, and I was like, "Oh no, I need a photo for the front cover." So my my sister, who I feel most comfortable taking photos with, um, she took some photos of me, and then she took that one in my kitchen. <laughs> so yeah we needed a photo last minute so you spent so much money on a professional photographer and no, then you well, ended we up <laughs> no we didn't actually because she's a friend so she offered to do it for free so that's why i feel bad because you know 
but realistically that was just a trial because we were going to get some ideas and then go off to an actual place to like maybe like a dust road or something like that but we never did that because lockdown got worse so you know maybe for my next EP we were going to use her however um just the day when we were doing the tryouts I just wasn't a fan of the way that I looked I felt like I looked 90 and I needed to look like more young in the photos see so many people when they're of a young age they always want to try and look older so I don't mind being made to look about maybe like 17 18 19 maybe even 20 but um in these photos I would say I look like a middle-aged mum <laughs> do you have the photos to hand I'm on my iPad I have like one and uh, I just I don't know whether it was the quality of the camera or whether they moved in a certain way but if I go into photos I'm sure I could scroll quickly and find it because I shimmy 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 I think when they were taken I, I have way too many photos on my camera roll talking about photos quickly you've got a couple of photos in the background hung up are they mm-hmm. all friends oh yeah they're all my friends you know my many many friends that's why there's <laughs> um, so many pictures yeah the, you know the the special someone oh, he's not that special um i want to see him i'll my, get get his picture i want to see what he looks like he hates the photo he thinks he looks like a twat in the photo <laughs> so he's in this one it's not the best photo of him because it was like from several years ago he's the one in the middle <laughs> oh, who who's the other two? Ryan. So this is oh gosh, no, they're never going to see this. Really, oh, I've just realised this is exposing. <laughs> Don't worry, the video won't be publicly shared. It, this video here is just so we can chat and see each other and actually communicate. Okay. So this is um Freddie and Ryan. Um, and actually, both of them look so different now. Now Ryan is taller than Freddie. Really? Um, he was crouching down in this photo, to be fair. But, but now Ryan is taller than Freddie. And I think I hang out with them both every day, but I, I think they're both kind of cute now. So. But uh, we are just all friends. But yeah. That's, and... That's them too. Is, is that you to the other side yeah that's me in the photo as well <laughs> you look so different there it was i think this photo was taken two years ago isn't it crazy how we change as people because when i look yeah. at oh, i go to my facebook and i think i've still got pictures on there i deleted so many pictures because i used <laughs> a lot of them were with exes and people i don't talk to anymore also um, i found um the photo I found three. So this one, I think, doesn't look anything like me at all. That looks nothing like you. I know. And I was like, it's a nice photo, but it just does the face just doesn't look like me. The other one, this one, does look a little bit like me, but it was still like quite, not quite. Do me a favour, zoom and in on this your one, lips. Sorry? Zoom in on, uh, on, your, the, uh, on the second picture. Zoom in on your lips. Ah, okay. It's because the hair was like over your lips. It looked like he was wearing like a zebra, like a zebra crossing lipstick. Oh, no. Yeah. So, I mean, I like the concept of the photos, but they were quite dark and grown up kind of vibe. Whereas I liked the kind of more yellow kind of, and me wearing like a more kind of young top rather than an older kind of. Do you know what I mean? And my hair was up in that kind of mum hairstyle that I like. I like doing it for school. But also for school, I don't wear any makeup, whereas in that I was wearing makeup, so, you know. Body like a 
great Sam Hunt song, that. Oh, I've had it stuck in my head all day because my sister... Sister? My best... Oh, that's you? That was me when I was 16. Fair. I just, people change so much. And now I'm yeah. just this big fat mess. Fat? You don't look fat. But yeah, that was taken in Cuba. And oh, this one as well. I used to be so thin. I. But the thing is, though, it's crazy how, how our minds work because I was... I was thinking I was like 10, 11 stone there. And I thought I was so big. I thought compared to everybody else who like with six packs and like outy belly buttons, I thought I was just huge. And I wasn't. When I look back now, it's like, oh, I wish I was back that thin. I look back at when I was very little from holiday photos and stuff. And I was a twig. I was a twig. I was like, boy, have we changed? Like at that age, I actually had an outie because I was so thin. But now we've got an innie again. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's a very, very small percentage of people in the population that actually has an outie belly button. Yeah, I feel like it helps being really thin as well because, you know, it doesn't have an, yeah. The thing I always, the reason why I've started dieting again and do, I've actually started Couch to 5K, the running app. And Ooh, um i'm doing like a slimming i'm not joined slimming world again because i can't afford it but i'm following the plan basically just mm. remembering what i used to remember mm. and the reason why i'm doing this a lot of people are like you don't need to lose weight you don't you look fine as you are you look fine as you are but when i'm on camera doing like live streams i mean i've got to i'm like sat in a position here where it kind of makes my jaw look a bit thinner and i shave my beard in a way that yeah. makes makes it look like i've kind of got a jaw but I'm actually real. I'm huge. I, I'm like a, I'm like a beach ball that's like blown up to its bursting point, and it's See, just the thing about is, to like, go. I, mean, I don't agree with you, but I know exactly what you mean because everyone is like when when it's not you. I think everyone looks really proportional because you're used to seeing them every day, yeah. And like they are that is them. But then you're the one who then in the evening after your shower you sit down and you're like, <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh. yeah, completely. Exactly. You're the one who, who, when you feel all bloated after a big fat dinner, is the one who then feels a little bit chubby. So I think everyone goes through that. We've gone through new beginnings. Yes. Now, right at the start, you mentioned your next EP. Mm, I did indeed. So before we start talking about your next EP, I want to go through what your current music plans are for the rest of 2021 is it going to be another ep straight away or is it going to be a couple of singles so i have already recorded acoustic demo versions of the four songs that i'm planning to be on the next ep okay so um i have a few of my absolute favorites coming up um i don't know if you saw my post for the women's international women's day mm-hmm what society will say that is a song that I wrote about how women are seen in society and I think lyrically that's probably one of my best songs and I cannot wait to release that one so that is definitely on the next EP and um, we've got a song called I Will Run which I've sang on several of my lives um and but these are all like kind of debate up for, de- up for debate but they're the these are the four that I've recorded in preparation for there's going to be pre-release pre-production all of this lot that lot the whole plan is going to start and i think um, i think i want to say that we are going to be planning to release this ep in september before school starts okay brilliant hopefully by that point as well 
venues and gigs will be open and you can actually start promoting the music in person. That would be good. Yeah, I, that is the one thing I really did miss out from the experience, the playing live, now, which is the best thing that, 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 that's, that was the next point I was going to go to because you released Do You Remember in 2020 and your EP New Beginnings in 2021. So both periods are during lockdowns. They were. So, I mean, it made it good because while everyone else was stuck at home, I was able to get um, permission to go to the recording studios. Yeah. So I could, so I didn't really feel 100% like I wasn't achieving anything. Well, if anything, I was achieving something. And I liked the fact how while I was doing the promoting, I didn't have to go to school the next day after doing a lot of promoting and see everyone at school because it's... I, I'm still quite careful about what I put on my Instagram, not Facebook and Twitter as much, but... I'm aware that uh, there will be a few people that want to make fun, want to make some jokes. So around production time, like the, when, you, when you're doing the whole um, push before the release, the everyone pre-order, everyone this, like listen to this radio interview. I was so glad that I was at home for that because I didn't have to hear anybody's nonsense about it. I could just go full on with the whole promoting. Yeah. So, yeah. How has your friends been regarding like you and your music and promoting and, all that kind of stuff you know how have they all been very supportive or yes and my friends outside of school have like they've really liked my songs like they listen to them a lot so I've been really I'm pleased about that so my friend outside of school Taya she and her mom like both um listen to my music and they when they watched the music video apparently they cried I was like oh that's really sweet yeah yeah she told me the next day which was so sweet but um I boys will be boys and if one person says something like about me shirt music uk then just you know we'll get a couple of giggles and I, but i mean thankfully because i am friends with them i don't get it i don't get it, get it that bad so we're gonna have society owl run and how many tracks are you planning on having so it's four on the ep four on the ep exactly the same but just these four songs are better than the last at least i like them more <laughs> so i'm looking forward for them to be out and I also want to go with a bit just a slightly more laid back production because I know the country is very full sounding but I do like it a little bit more focused on the voice and the guitar than all of the push in the background it doesn't have to be all full sounding I mean you go to you look at 20 she released the live uh the live version of lie to me before she even released the produced version so and that was just that was pretty much just acoustically and you know acoustic to me acoustic stripped down songs can sometimes when done right have they more can be of, like yeah an impact yeah it's more of an emotional sense to it you know yeah. whether and with society oh sorry no go on no go on but yeah with society we'll say we're planning to go for a bit more we'll see how it goes but i really i'm i want to go for a gospel feel at the end because it's got quite a powerful chorus and I can just imagine at the end a whole choir comes in because she's kind and it's just oh yeah uh, that that's my that's my hopes for the song we'll see how it ends up sounding at the end but I feel like that might be the single if you, if you need somebody to come on as backing vocals just give me a shout <laughs> do you sing no oh. <laughs> from look at you getting all excited then oh yeah but you sing? Really? <laughs> really? Are you sure? Are you sure? Baby? Who said this to you, your mum? 
She's lying. Oh, bless. Oh, bless. Do-dums. <laughs> yeah. So you're looking for September-ish, before September? Yeah, I think as school starts. Out, out of the four tracks, which one are you most excited about? Oh, see, I don't have a most excited, but I have a least excited. Not because it's not as good, but just because I really love the three other songs as, like... <laughs> it's only because so with society will say I have I know exactly where I want to go with it that is going to be like a power song do you know what I mean mm-hmm. um, at, least, at least I hope so <laughs> um, then we've got I Will Run which is like the most the more country out of all of the songs and I can just see that being like built up as well we have um, what's it called Oh, it's I think it's called um oh, da, 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 I'm just gonna think a little bit. See it's such an it's such an emotional, really oh, catchy song. Stop. Oh, sorry. It's... I remember it now. Um it's called Stop I don't know why it's really dark. It keeps on going dark and light, but you know, hey hey, spotlight. Um it's called um Wasting Time, and I like that song because I do. It's it's probably one of my favourite songs at the moment to sing. So when I so when I asked you, you know, so which one's your favourite song out of the four? It's like oh, I don't I, I don't know. I know my least favourite, but now we've got to your favourite. I guess, but then I also really like society. Will say I can't choose between the three. Which one is my favourite? But it doesn't mean that the fourth song, which is called. Won't Fall Down, which is called Won't Fall Down. Um, I, I like that one, but I, I, I have no idea how it's going to turn out yet. So with the other three, I really I can see the direction that they're going to go in. But with Won't Fall Down, I'm still I'm curious to see how that one's going to turn out. That was like the last song that we chose for the four tracks. So that one, I'm curious to know how it's going to turn out. So do you, do you have a name for the EP yet? Oh no, but I I realize I'm oh we've gone light again. Um but I realized that we're going to um have to give it some thought. Oh okay. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with the lighting. I wonder if I click on this. No, it doesn't do anything. Just um, so people can understand what's actually happening here. We're talking via Zoom. And I can see Misha right in front of me, plain as day, nice and bright, but the background, her room goes randomly dark i think it must be as clouds apart as your curtains open yeah but it's pitch black outside i just think it's where the i think it's just the camera it's dark out yeah (laughs) just for reference as well we're talking on the 12th of march and it is 22 minutes past eight in the evening now and it's pitch black. And it's pitch black. I didn't, my curtains have been closed because these are soundproof curtains and there's usually kids playing outside because mm-hmm. uh, there's some new houses around the back of us. And because these are soundproof ones, it blocks out a lot of the noise. And I don't know what time of day it is. I don't, I don't look at the clocks. I don't look at anything like that. And it was like, oh, wow, it is dark. Yeah, yeah it is. I know. Well, I, I'm I'm glad that at least when I get home from school, it's light. Because, I mean, then I don't have to walk in the dark. But like yeah. I do in winter. 
So for everybody's reference, the background keeps going really bright and then it like slowly fades into darkness where I can just see Misha's head. Yay. Yay. (laughs) Yay. So yeah, that's that's just a little update for everybody. Um, Fascinating stuff. So we have the EP tracks. We just don't have a title yet. I'm looking forward to seeing what the EP artwork should look like. I don't know. I, I could go for a photo of me again of some sort, or I could do some art for it because I love drawing. And I was thinking I could do like artwork drawing for it. Haven't decided yet. I think you should go for the one that make with your lips looking like a zebra crossing. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I don't think I'll be using that one. I don't know why that even came to mind. Like it's because the way you, the hair was like going over your lips. All I look at it was dark light, dark light, dark light. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, who knows? It's going to be a mystery. You're going to go into school tomorrow now and you're going to purposely just different shades of pink or... Yeah, absolutely. Oh, no, no, black and white. Black, oh, <laughs> you, yeah, just go straight black and white. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure. Actually, the school has been very lenient at the moment about what we wear, dress code for school. I've been getting away with wearing a non-uniform hoodie. <gasps> oh, look at you pushing the boat out. <laughs> Yeah, a bit rebellious, I know. Don't try this at home, kids. <laughs> it's not safe. <laughs> okay, so as discussed right at the start, uh, before we even started, I asked, do you have a website yet? And you don't. No, disappointing. I, I, I'm actually going to get around to that at some point. I'm just not sure what would go on the website. Don't know what really goes on a website. Maybe a bio about yourself, some of your music, possibly a merch store for future reference. I don't think I'll be doing merch anytime soon. Why? Because who is going to buy but merch from me? I'll do merch when I'm like famous. You are famous. I'm not famous. <laughs> merch will. If, and if I was ever to do merch, I reckon I'd do bucket hats of some sort. Bucket hats, like what you see at festivals. Like yeah, they're cool. Like the ones that you get in like Manchester, and you see people from Stone Roses walking around. Like, yes, absolutely. Who doesn't want a bucket hat? That's that's my thoughts. Okay. Or earmuffs. Earmuffs. You don't really hear earmuffs, do you? No, no one ever does earmuffs. What about the earmuffs? Or uh, a beanie hat? You say you're not famous, though, but you've already got over almost 200 monthly list, uh, listeners on Spotify. Yeah. Which is amazing. Slowly, slowly building it up, you know? There's there's artists that have been going around longer that are only still on, like, 70, 80. Really? So you're doing great. Particularly oh. for an independent artist. That's only 16, remember? You're smashing it. <laughs> Why, thank you. Why, thank you. <laughs> Where can we find you on social media? I am under Misha Music UK on everything because I like to make things easy for you all. <laughs> and all they have to do for Instagram is just search... Just search Misha. So you've actually titled yourself M double E. S-H-A. It's phonetics, because people always ask how it's spelled, so. <laughs> Fair enough. Whatever makes it easier and whatever 
attracts attention. Wacky, isn't it? Super cool. Trendy. I'm a trend starter. That is exactly what I'm doing. And that's why you need to go into school with a zebra crossing lipstick. Of course. What else? <laughs> oh, and perhaps fluorescent eyeliner. <gasps> that, that. Now we're going retro 90s. <laughs> yeah, I reckon I'll do my hair as a perm on one day as well. <laughs> so crazy that you not you didn't i just met i've referenced quite a few 90s things like stone roses and like walking around manchester with uh, with burlats and obviously fluorescent 90s and you're not even from that decade no I, i do quite like that decade though it's pretty cool why do i feel so old right now i mean i'm 28 so it's like (laughs) yeah i was born in the noughties I think. Yes. Yes. 2005. Four. Four. Oh, I made you younger. I'm sorry. Oh, how dare you? 2004, I started high school. Poof. Fair. <laughs> yeah, my age, I feel like being 16 is great until I can't do lots of stuff. So there was this live stream the other day that I could have been part of that was going to go on YouTube as well. But because I'm only 18, 16, I couldn't because YouTube has the age policy thing. So, yeah. Hmm. I have to wait a few more years. That's so, that must, how often does that happen? You know, where you've missed out on, say, musical opportunities because of your age? I mean, musical opportunities, not so much because I mean, I haven't, I've only just kind of started my whole music kind of adventure, but I just find with everything, like I always get mistaken as older. So when I'm out at a restaurant with my family, this guy thought I was 26. I was like, fair enough. And then I was like, well, no, I'm actually 16. He was like, oh, okay. And I was like, I might try that out in the future, you know, who knows? See if I can get away with it. But um, I was on the bus the other day and um, my Apple Pay wasn't working because I hadn't typed in my password yet. Um, Because it was the first time I was using my card and they haven't got the pin to type it in then. So I decided, um, so, and there wasn't, there was a cash machine, but I didn't know that it was there. So as I was kind of fumbling around saying, oh, have you got like a thing somewhere I can type it in? This guy comes down, he's like, oh, here, you can have my ticket, I'll walk. And I was like, oh, thanks. But I mean, the bus driver ended up letting me use the ATM. I ended up working in the end. But then I, um, the guy sat down near me. He was, like, he was like, oh, so how old are you? And I was like, 16. He was like, oh. I was like, yeah. <laughs> that is... So, that's creepy. Like, it's, I mean, it's how old was he? Was like, like 43? No, he was like in his 30s. How, what, how does that make you feel? Personally, it's a compliment. So I know that some people get like oh, a random stranger hitting on me, but I mean, realistically, I think if if a stranger wants to be nice to you, I kind of take it as a compliment. To be fair, and I mean, if anything, I just feel sorry for them when they find out I'm 16. They're probably like, oh, whoops, whoopsies, sorry. I'm like, it's fine, don't worry about it. But yeah, <laughs> so. I cannot wait. I can't wait for. September to come round. When will oh what's the green day song? When will September uh, when will September end? Now it's gonna be when will September come? Yeah, well we'll have lots of little sneak peeks on my story as I'm in the studio for like recording the pre-production week, the production week, the production week is always my favourite because we have the drummers come in, the bass comes in, get to meet everybody again. So yeah. 
<laughs> Exciting times. Thank you for coming on, Misha. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. And I need to say it because I cannot believe that you're only 16, but you've, you're so switched on. <laughs> what do I say to this? Compliments. <laughs> but yeah, you really switched on. You really, you really know where you stand in the world. And I'm excited to see your career progress. Why, thank you. <laughs> Be sure to check out Misha's music on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you get your music from. Just search Misha, so it's spelled M-I-S-C-H-A. And just check her out, follow her on social media. She's an absolute amazing singer, and I really, really am looking forward to hearing what, what is coming in the very near future. Thank you. I hope everybody has a fantastic week, and I shall see you all next time. Bye for now. That was the Country Chat Podcast. Join Dom next time for exclusive interviews, reviews and general chit-chats on all things country music.